Hello and welcome to Filling in the Gaps. I'm Justin. I'm Darren. Today we're going to discuss a game called The Payne's Creek Killings. This game is from 2017, dev and pub EQ Studios. It has a very positive rating on Steam, 1,344 reviews, and the game price is $20. It is... For us, we played it about 12 and a half hours. It could honestly take you a lot longer, depending on what you want to do with it and how much you don't want hints. <laughs> there are no hints in the game, but you can find... Hopefully, if we'll remember, we'll have a link to a fantastic page where somebody put a lot of great hints to pretty much everything you would need in the game hidden behind a... I don't even know what you would call it, the kind of... Spoiler tag. Is that what they call yeah. it? So there's spoiler tags, so you you won't see anything that you don't want to see. Yeah. And what's amazing about it is it actually tells you there's a small section where it says things you cannot do. And this is fantastic because there are a number of things in the game that you think you can open. It seems like you can open every door in the game and then you're going to find out, no, you really can't. And so it very clearly states a few doors that you cannot open a puzzle that is a red herring, you actually can't solve it. Oh, okay. I'll be interested to find these out because I have no idea what that is. Okay, well, we'll get to that. Yeah, I yeah. definitely want to find out about that. But that's good because I spent a while trying to guess that puzzle and then found out, oh, I can't do it anyway, so it doesn't really matter. To talk about the Payne's Creek killings, it fits some categories, but not completely. So if I was to give it tags, I might give it point and click. It's not traditional point and click style, but it is the type of style where you are going to grab a lot of keys. Yeah, it's a lot and, of inventory stuff, yeah. Yeah, a lot of inventory stuff that can typically only be used in one location. It doesn't have the crazy fun aspect to adventure games point and click, but it does have that kind of feel to it. It has a kind of mist feel to it in the fact that you are doing a walking sim with some puzzles completely alone completely alone to really describe the game i think best would be it's an escape room that is a ghost town that's what i would have said i think i wrote that in my notes i said it's a giant escape room rather than an escape an escape room this is an escape town yeah and there's a lot of joy i think in just being able to wander around a town at liberty and just be able to go wherever you can get into and explore whatever you can. It is not as big. I warn you this if you've not played it and you're about to play it. It's not quite as big as it feels when you first jump into it. When I got into the town, I went, oh, this is going to take a while. <laughs> yeah. And it will. I think we were about 12 and a half hours. Mm -hmm. But most of the buildings are boarded up and very obviously so. So you won't be fooled into looking at a lot of buildings that you can't get into. If it's boarded up, you're not going to be able to get into it. The game is essentially trying to solve a mystery and find your way through before you can leave the town. That's kind of it. It is a lot of fun, but there are some things that Darren and I have both kind of complained about, so I know we are going to get into that. And I think that with this game, because it is escape room style... It's sort of sandbox in a way in the fact that we could be solving things in totally different orders. At the beginning, you can't. You have to follow an order. But then from there on, it can go kind of any way. Yeah, so. I, don't, I don't know how we solve this uh, in what order. Right. And I, to be honest, I didn't write it down um, in order because it does get to a point where I took a lot of notes but for the game. But... Yeah, as far as actually talking about the game, I stopped writing stuff down. There's a lot of running back and forth as well. A lot of backtracking. And that's probably, before we leave the spoiler-free section, that is probably the biggest complaint that you and I would have, is just yeah. how far you have to go because it's a whole town, and how much back and forth, back and forth you have to do. Yeah, there's a lot. That adds a lot to the game time, to be honest. Yeah, I'm usually... I mean, I'm, I'm not a fan of that in general, but... Uh, in this game... I don't mind it a bit, but there were some times where... It does get a drag, especially when you're going between, like, hospital, mansion, and navigating that town in the beginning was a maze, because it's just a warren of, of streets and alleys. 
And we'll get into the street names later. <laughs> and the way they decided to number them as well. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of where we need to leave off. Because what we are going to do, what I think would be good for us to do is to take this game in kind of themed chunks. And one of the first ones I want to do is story. So if you don't want the story spoiled, well, then you're definitely going to want to leave now because we are now going to enter the spoiler section. All right. Mm -hmm. The story. I want to talk about the story first because I'm going to be honest. The story was the least interesting thing about the game for me. It's really cliche, man. It's like... That's the problem. I think that... Okay, and again, double spoiler warning here. <laughs> I'm going to give away the ending. So if you don't want the ending spoiled, go away now. This whole... As soon as I found out that he was adopted... Oh, yeah. I was like, well, now I know why they're not supposed to date. Yeah. And in fact, even before that, <laughs> when I found a diary saying... Why don't they want me to hang out with him? I'm like, well, you're probably related. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, this is 2017. Was it so cliche then? We can't talk about, we can't talk about the ones that have done it since because they would be spoiled as well. But, yeah. but there are at least three that I can think of that were in the last, that have come out since then. So I don't know if it was cliche, so cliche and such a trope at the time, mm. or just for some reason in the last four to five years, a lot of media has decided to do this, this same idea of an illegitimate child or a hidden child that the family didn't want to claim. And then they end up wanting to date yeah, yeah somebody else in the family. <clears throat> yeah, I, there's tons, but yeah, we can't really see because then it's like, oh, well, I'm not watching that one now. Yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me just spoil this series and yeah. this movie and this book. And yeah, the, yeah, it's, yeah, it's just so much. I know this has been a thing in the past, but boy, lately it just seems to be all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also, as soon as you begin the game, you find that newspaper saying, Scott Brooks is a suspect. And you're like, okay, check him off the list. He's not my suspect. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's it, it's. I kind of wanted cliche. him to be. I kind of. I wanted did too. To I was like, please just let him be it, and then that'll be that'll be the twist. Like, oh, we said it was him, but you didn't think it was. But uh, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course, it was the the uh, the priest. Always is. <laughs> it's not always. <laughs> I mean, there, there was a butler. It could have yeah, been the butler. Could have been the butler. And they really tried to push the. Ooh, it could have been the butler. In fact making one of the well our Another main bad guy like basically <laughs> trying to frame the butler so that he would be in the clear yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know man it's uh, i don't know i don't know what to say about the story Not, nothing i think we've just said it that's it but that's why i wanted to start with the first because i knew i i didn't know if it worked for you but i knew for no. me it didn't work and the problem with any of this kind of game is when I know that right away, when I see that article and go, well, he's probably not going to be the one. And when very early on, I find out he's adopted and I know. So it's already confirmed mm. my suspicion he's adopted. That's exactly where this story is going. And then I've still got 10 more hours to play. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a different thing when you know who the killer is in a movie and you've only got another 90 minutes or an hour left to go. But when you've got... 12 hours of backtracking across this ghost town. Yeah, yeah, it can become a bit of a drag. Now, one of the things I found very interesting about this game, I do like it, but it's very unrealistic, is the fact that everybody in this town keeps a diary. Yeah. And that they hide no secrets in their diary whatsoever. <laughs> no. None at all. It's very filling in the gaps. I love the fact that we had to put that story together, but... It, it can, again, I think it's great in the fact that you'll get the same information twice. So if you miss one, you've gotten it from another. But after a while, when you've seen the same information two or three times, it starts to get very repetitive and boring. There's so many, you're so limited sometimes in these games. How, how do you, what's your vehicle for information? It's like newspaper clippings, diaries, letters, audio, audio logs. That's too old and tired. I'm surprised there wasn't. There wasn't. There weren't more audio logs in this game. Um, there's a lot of reading in this game. Yeah. Holy moly, there's a lot of reading. <laughs> I love how 
some of them clearly it was quite clever because you you skip time and i think that they made it look as though pages had been ripped out so it's just been summed down into these are the important entries because otherwise yeah you would have to read through hundreds of days of i think entries. the way, i think the way they got around that was though is because from what i can tell and this is part of my problem with this game as well is that the whole thing is one giant mousetrap that's set by what's the guy's name again like father matthew matthew that's right so he has been and that's kind of good because you can say that he has torn out the pages he's leaving you the breadcrumb trail because he's trying to get you to leave town to like oh i know who did it it's not me all the evidence is pointing to this other person and so that's kind of how they get around it but that's a hell of an elaborate mousetrap man and to think this has been done before and he's reset it. <laughs> like that's a it's a one thing resetting a one hour escape room, but resetting a twelve hour escape town, that's some dedication. That's some serious dedication. But Spider Matthew has a lot of time on his hands. So I don't know how much more we want to get into the story. There's a lot there, I guess, but it's not really worth talking about, is it? It's I mean, I mean there's the whole you know, illegitimate son and the the maid who he had the affair with and then the woman who takes care of her and the way that they're connected. I do like the fact that the story is interconnected in a way that does feel like a small town. Yeah. You know, they everybody they knows that. each other. Everybody is connected in some way. And even in a small town, people keep secrets. Mm. And I do like that. That does to me kind of feel good. I do in a way, like that we get that story by going to this place and finding just one bit of information that would take us to another place. It's just, yeah, it just at times can be frustrating because this isn't real life, this is a game. But I do think in real life, this would be kind of how you might go about putting this story together. Yeah, because this is like the Super Mario of Walking Sims. It's basically the, the key is in another castle, you know? Yeah. Um you know, I thought we were getting into, when I first played it anyway, I thought we were getting into some kind of weird Cthulhu um, thing. Because the very first house that you find is like, it's been set on fire. There's a like a ritual thing mark on the floor. When you close the door in that room, there's writing on the wall. Like It, it goes over the door. Like, what does it say? Like, I've seen her or she's here or something like that. And... I was like, oh, cool, we're in for like some creepy ghost, which we are in a, in a sense, but you didn't see the ghost at all during your play. So I was like, did you see her? Did you see her? Nope. I never noticed her. Yeah. So I did. As soon as you come out of that first guy's house, you know, the guy that's like been set on fire is... In well, yeah, there's only one house that's set on fire. Yeah. Right? So as soon as you come out of that house, directly across the river in the forest, you see this black silhouette of a, of a girl. Uh, you know me. I'm too objective focused. Uh, I probably went... Oh, now I need to go to this place. <laughs> yeah, and just, <laughs> walked out and immediately turned right and took off. Yeah, know? just like took out the map. Like, where am I going? Um, because, yeah, I think as soon as you look away and then when you look back, she's gone. Well, here's part of the problem. I didn't find... I found that house, but I didn't realize that that house went with the key I got from the inn. Okay. Until very late in the game. Because yeah. of, again, what we're going to get into with the numbering system and the, the map. So... <laughs> Well, let me just say now, it doesn't make any sense. So it was that that was very frustrating. So that for me was way later. So by the time I got to it, I didn't know what they were trying to do with that because it didn't. I think yeah, if I had found that first, then it might have been a red herring to let me believe that. But I had gone through so much other mundane ah, stuff right, okay. by that point that I got to that and I went well and. Well, he was obviously crazy. And that, yeah, well, that guy was, <laughs> he was al always drunk. Yeah. He was always seeing things. So to me, I just like, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah. Move on. <laughs> give well, me, give me the piece I need from this place. I think I made a note. This is where I rage quit. I actually think I played this from all the time. I don't think I just farmed this for cards because I do remember being lost for ages looking for this house or looking for the next house. I think I only managed to open about two houses and then I just like, I just threw down my toolkit, man. I was like, nah, I'm done. And I walked away from the game. It really upset me the first time I played it. I hated it. Because the streets make no sense. Streets are a straight line. Like, there's one, I think it's, I wrote down here, Seven Black Pine Road. Now, yeah, that's, it, the, that's the burnt house, yeah. That doesn't make, it goes at a 90 degree angle around a corner. Like, yeah. streets don't do that. That's not how streets operate. 
Streets go in a straight line from one end to the other. They do not bend around corners into new streets. Like I had thought that it would... Maybe I could give them the benefit of the doubt and say maybe it's this cloister off to the side. Sure. Because it's very weird when you have those kind of cloistered addresses, right? So that's where I know where my friend was living in London for a while. There was an address. You had the number, but then each flat within it had a letter. Mm -hmm. They didn't do that in this game, though. But I was going to give them the benefit of the doubt of, okay, well, if it's in one of these groups of homes just off of the road, then maybe. I did find a number seven, but it was the wrong one. And that frustrated me for a long time. I thought I was going to need a crowbar. I mean, we're we're finding screwdrivers and other things. Why aren't we finding a crowbar? But no, it was just the wrong number seven. Although we're finding a screwdriver and a hammer or whatever, for me, 10 hours into the game, when I know I need tools and there's toolboxes everywhere, but I can't open any of them. No, you can only open the one you want. And you can only get one thing out of it. (laughs) Every toolbox designed for... One hammer. Yes. But yeah, those, that road system. I mean, I get it. I mean, if you look at a map of London, you, you just talked about your friend. If you look at a map of London, London does have that thing where roads will come down, they'll bend around, and they'll, they'll go around corners right. and things. But London was built four, 500 right. years ago. And it also has the issue of numbers don't correspond. Typically in the US, in more modern areas where they've odds had planning. So, yeah, evens on one, odds on the other. And typically you look... Off to your left, there's 11. To your right is going to be 12. Right. But in the UK, it's not like that. You can have 10 off to your left, and 30 will be sitting right there. And that's kind of what this town felt like. So, well, okay, you could say that maybe it's an old school town, but let's not. Let's make it a bit easier for us to understand. I mean, that's obviously done on purpose. And for that, I can only say... Screw you, man. Like, that that was a bad choice. Like, um, but yeah, so there's a the part where you're going up the hill. You, you'll know what I'm talking about. You're going up the hill. I've got, I made a, I made a video of it. I made a point of, of like, getting footage of this. You go up the hill. If you keep on going up, you leave the town. If you turn left, you go to the mansion. You know where I am? Yes. Yeah. If you, there's a tiny little alleyway off to, off to the right that goes down, all the way down. That is part of the main road. Because that's one of the places, I don't know whose house it was, but I think there are two houses in there. Yeah, but that is this this main big road that you've been going up that leads out of town, and this tiny little brick lane is part of that main street because you got the key and it tells you the address and that's the address of this. But that's part of the street. It's it's that's it's insane. Like that one especially was the one. Ordinance makes no sense in this game. As far as other, there were some places I was a bit disappointed we didn't get to go into, like the barbershop. And the yeah. bookstore. There were just a few others I was... Yeah, because they advertised that, the hell out of that bookstore. And and there's... I think there is a there is a puzzle that involves the bookstore, which I didn't get to solve because when you finish the game, it's like, okay, you're finished. And then... You can go back in. You can go back, but I was like... <laughs> I'm done. I was, I was done by that point. So just for listeners who maybe have finished it but didn't get all the achievements, you can go back in and it will start you at a point just before you get to the ending. Yeah, it was, yeah. Exactly, I'll stop you in the church. Just so like, you just can go back go. and find the other things you're missing. There Which were... I was interested in doing, but I was so fatigued, man. I was so tired by the end. There were, what is it, images? Or there's something that there's they put on the on outside the, of buildings. There's numbers on the outside of buildings that help you find a code for some something. Yeah, yeah. But your favorite places is... The barber shop, yeah. <laughs> and the post office. Yeah, yeah, why is she like the post office? Yeah. yeah. Because people like sending letters. What's the problem? You're gonna dump all over the the the, the post office as well. <laughs> yeah, it's it's frustrating to get around the town. It is nice after a while once you realize, oh, there are shortcuts to get to the mansion from the hospital and you know some other things. Loading times don't take a long time, but it is frustrating when you you know you're gonna get there. I'm gonna get to that gate and I'm gonna have to wait for it to load again. Not a long time. Mm-hmm. We've played much longer low time games. Yeah. But it's just frustrating when you have to do it over and over again. It's the repetitive problem. Mm-hmm. Another thing about movement in this game is. What? <laughs> well, you get to run, but I'm going to put run in quotes here yeah. because it's fast, but it's. If you're inside a building, it's, it's very fast. Yeah. 
But when you're going from the mansion to the church to the hospital, oh, yeah. <laughs> and like, can I can I put on a podcast in between? Yeah, like, or when you're looking for a, a drain to open, which I did. I was the very last drain man. I opened every single drain in the whole town. The drain is one I couldn't do without a hint. I walked by it five times looking for it. It's because the hint says it's outside the church. And I was like, well, is it outside the back of the church? Is it off, off to the side? So I checked all those areas. I did, but... <coughs> because I must have walked past that one. Because I had found all the others in the street. I assumed it was probably in the street. But there's something weird about the color of it and the way that it's hidden by the shadow. There's a shadow on it as well. Because when I was looking up, where is this thing? Mm. That was everybody's complaint. It was, oh, a, really? it was a full page of people going... Well, I missed that. Mm. <laughs> well, that was hard to see, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but it was just one person put up one picture, and everyone, went, oh, oh, there it is, yeah. And everybody's saying, yeah, I walked by it a million times. Yeah. Well, I could have done with that information. <laughs> I think, yeah. Um, I think, yeah. So some of the things were clever in this game, but yeah, the movement was the shift to sprint button is was welcome because usually in walking sims, I like them. I don't like shift buttons. I don't like running and walking sims. I think, especially when they're short. This game is not short, and that's why they included it. But, like, mm, I can't hop over a chain. <laughs> like, okay. I agree I, it does feel silly, but at the same time... It's a game. It's a game, and this prevents me from going a bunch of places I shouldn't... Yeah. ...where there is nothing for me. So, yeah, it feels silly, but in a way it feels kind of real as well. In the fact that... Yeah, I suppose if something was chained off in real life, you'd, you wouldn't just hop over it. You'd be like, oh, I'm not supposed to go in there. Well, I probably would if it was a ghost town, right? But I would if, it was a, if it was a private investigator, yeah. But it, what I would say is not so much... It's more realistic in the fact that that chain would exist. Right. That a lot of the barriers they put in your way would exist. They wouldn't stop us. Right. And once we have that hammer, we could get into most <laughs> anywhere if yeah. we really want to. But we we need to limit it. A bit, which is why I'm glad that they boarded up a lot of the places because I would have been trying every door and that would have been even longer and it would have just felt worse. Yeah, that would have been really tedious. <laughs> I will say this. They should not have put the ending door to be different than any other door. The ending door? What do you mean? Oh. Okay, so we're already well into spoilers. So after you find Father Matthew's secret attic room... Mm -hmm. And the you, rude loft. There you go. There's a word for you. So when you get up there and you've done everything and then he starts to come after you, mm -hmm. which looks awful. <laughs> a lot of people were saying that that ending, it came out of nowhere because for the whole game we've had nobody. And then all of a sudden he comes in and it's this chase that doesn't really need to happen. And you have to go into the tunnel, even though you could have just ran to your car. Well, he chains off the door, doesn't he? He chains off the exit. Oh, church. does it? Because I I knew exactly where it's going, so I never ran. I never tried to go a different way. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. Um, I don't remember that part at all now. Uh, oh, you you go out the basement. That's right. Right. Yeah. But that's the thing. The basement door says exit. Hmm. When but when you go in earlier, it's like but not yet. But not yet. <laughs> and it didn't look like any other door. It didn't because it says exit instead of unlock. It didn't act like any other door. And so I knew the ending was going to happen here. So that's what I'm saying. I didn't right. even bother to go to the front door. Oh, yeah. If you go to the front door, he's chained off. He's chained and padlocked. Oh, okay. Well, that explains why you can't do that then. Yeah. I just knew where I was. that's where I went. I was like, getting out of here, going straight for the car. <laughs> I just knew where I was supposed to go. So I just doo -doo -doo, mm. ran right to that one. And so that was... I do appreciate that they had the ghost for that part because... I would have gotten very lost in that. The subway tunnels were very, or not subway, but sewer yeah, tunnels. Sewers, yeah. They were very difficult to for me to understand where I was going and where I was. And also, I never would have tried to get to the rooftop of the hospital. Yeah, how did I? Oh, I think I knew that immediately. Because well, the first time when you go there, you're like, oh, someone could fall off that. Yeah, I did notice that. And then I was hoping that it was just going to be a death that we were going to solve along the way. Yeah. Not, not, here's going to be the ending. I could see where it was pushing me, and I remembered that. And well, I, as soon as I came up in the hospital, I knew. Mm, but, I, but then at the same time, I was thinking, 
well, this is going to be awkward because this is going to be the dumbest ending ever. Like, I thought he was just going to push me. It's yeah, funny. that's what I thought. I thought I was just going to die or some of that. Um, but yeah, the, the ghost saves you. Yeah, who would have thunk it? Yeah, well, that's the funny part then with the letter. At the end, when she's writing to, was it Dorothy, I think, who had hired the private investigator before? Mm-hmm. And in her letter says, I don't know why I was the one that saved. But yeah, the ghost could have saved the private investigator or, you know, yeah, possibly the, a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, what was the last guy? Or, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, the story, I liked, I mean, just to try and redeem the story a little bit. I did like how it all pieced together, at least. You know, it was well fragmented, I suppose. You know, it was just enough information to keep me interested in finding the next piece. Because even though, like you said, we both knew exactly what was going to happen, I wanted to know exactly how it was going to happen. So it was interesting enough for me to want to know the little details. See, I don't I don't know that I felt the same. Mm. I really felt let down by the story. I like the way that it's fragmented. If it was a more interesting story or one that I hadn't put together so quickly... Oh yeah. Then yes, it would have been, been, been interesting. Yeah, but that's that's the whole problem. No, as far as story mechanics and putting it together, the story works for the most part. Mm. Father Matthew goes a, a bit off the rails, but yeah, uh. <laughs> I mean, I get it. He wants revenge. They killed his friend, who maybe he wanted to be more than a friend. I mean, he murdered like a lot of people. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I mean, it's not like he just got revenge on. One or two people, he like done away with a lot. Yes, he's not a good guy. Yeah. No. <laughs> um. So yeah, he's not. Yeah, I don't know. And then, well, and then he tries to kill us too. And that's one thing about this town. It seems like pretty much nobody is a good person in this town, except for maybe Dorothy. Like everybody else. Yeah. Um. They're either having affairs or killing people or cheating people. Like the doctor. Oh, the doctor, yeah. He he would help some people out, but he was also embezzling. He would also try to rat out the other people to save himself. Yeah. <laughs> he would, there was kind of very... You could see from certain people's viewpoint, oh, he's such a nice guy, he's helping out. But for most people, they all knew who he really was, and he had a lot of issues going on. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, one thing that is decent about this game as well is that you can find keys and things before you found the notes because I noticed this when I started playing it the second time the first time I played it I found the key in the flower pot to the church before I'd found any of the information about that because I was like well where would you keep a key under the mat or in a flower pot or under I was looking under the flower pots but it was inside the flower pot so I like that how you can yeah how the game is not linear but Man, that makes the game quite complicated. <laughs> it can, yeah. Especially when there's no hint system or, yeah. or anything. I mean, like and that. I do like that. I do like that this is the first game I've played in a long time that is hard. Like, really hard. This was... This drove me insane. Like, because... Um, yeah, I played... We, we both played it for the same... T- about the same time. I'm pretty sure I maybe played it for maybe one or two hours more. We played it for the same amount of time, but you got way more than I did. You got, like, 80... You said you finished with 80 Oh, that's right, because the game tells you percentage you completed. Yeah. Because yeah. mine's was just... I think it was, like, 65, maybe. Uh, I maybe got to 70. Um, so there was a lot more. Oh, well, I also more. went back a bit. Mm-hmm. So after I did the ending, oh, did you go I went back because more? there were... I had found some keys or... No, I had found something right towards the end that led to a couple of other things I could finish. Yeah. And so I just wanted to finish those. Hmm. So I did go back for probably another hour to just finish those things and then go through the ending again just to see what it felt so like after I knew what I was doing. Here's a question about the end. What picture did you take for the newspaper? Yeah, so you get to choose... If you go back, you can choose a different one. So the one I chose the first time was... I'm just interested to see if it's the same as mine. I think one time I chose just the the close-up of the picture of Sophia. Okay. That said, who killed my mother? Mm-hmm. And I think the other time I just did the... Basically what they did for their thumbnail, which is the, the wall with all the string and the people. Ah, okay. Yeah, I took two pictures... Because um, I, I died the first time, basically because I wanted to see what happened. But um, I took a picture of. Did you? Di- 
It just starts you over. It just starts you over. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I took a picture of the, the the evidence. I took a picture of the typewriter and the axe with blood on it. Right. And then the second time, I took a picture of him because you can, when you turn around, just take a picture of him and start running away. <laughs> <laughs> so he made my front cover <laughs> with axe in hand. With axe in hand. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that, that was my that was my my cover story. It was a, a nice hot picture of him. Well, now that you mention that. How ridiculous is it that the butler has an axe stand? <laughs> what am I going to do with the gun rack? <laughs> um, yeah, an axe stand. It's a, well, six, he six axes. axes. He definitely likes his blades. Yeah. That's clearly why Matthew is directing anyone his way. Yeah. He's got tons of knives. I mean, unless Matthew put it there. The whole axe rack? Yeah, well, maybe. I mean, after he's dead, he can do whatever he wants. Then why did he break into it? To make it look like... I don't know, man. Don't, don't confuse me. <laughs> That's what I was saying. <laughs> if he's can... trying to say the butler did it, the butler would have the key to the axe rack yeah. it would need to be smashed into. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, who knows? Um, yeah, so what's next? Well, were there any particular puzzles or things that were interesting to you? Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what. What would have been interesting was finding the bloody thing in the inn, like the secret secret shelf that... It's not that interesting. Though. Well, but, right. not, but that's the thing. Nothing is interesting in this game. Nothing is interesting. No, no, no. But this is... I cannot express to you enough how not interesting the stuff in that is. Because even you said this to me, like, the tea, the tea, what, what time's tea in the UK? And I was like, oh, it depends. And you're like, oh, never mind. I found it because, you know, it was on the back of this thing. I opened it. There's nothing inside it. There's nothing inside anything, man. No, 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 no. There, there was something. Oh, there's something, it, but it's, it's just incidental. Yeah, it's just, it's just like a piece yeah. of paper. Everything's right. got like a bit of paper, a card with something written on it. Okay, but all right, let's go first with the tea time one. So the tea time one, from what I had found out, is they actually changed that puzzle slightly. Oh, okay. Possibly from the time you played it the first time to the time that I played it. On that flyer, there used to be the actual time. Okay. But then they replaced it with just saying tea time question mark. There's another note on one of the balconies that specifically says what time the lady of the house particularly wants her tea or something like that. So that's where you get your tea time. Your I think it's 320. Yeah. I don't remember. But I, where I was I going <coughs> minute by minute oh, or God. two minutes or whatever. Just because I was so frustrated, I had hit a point, and that's the thing with any of this kind of game, every time I hit a point where if there's no hint system, then I'm assuming that I'm missing something, and I get stuck, mm -hmm. and I don't have any keys that seem to fit anything that I can open, I don't have any codes, I don't have any information, and I need something to progress the game, or else I'm just wandering in circles, yeah. and that is the thing... I hate the most about this kind of game is that feeling of just being stopped dead. There's such a feeling of dread in this game, man, where you've got you got one key in your inventory. This happens so many times. You got one key and you're like, I'm going to try every door in town. But but even if you know where it's going, you're like, okay, I can't wait to use this key. I got this, I've been waiting for this key. You put it in the lock and you get a note and you're like, oh my god, I've got nothing in my inventory. And <laughs> what am I doing? What what I've, what am I what am I going to do? It's such a horrible feeling, man. Well, okay, the, that is... The clock was that for me because I thought that was... There's going to be a key inside. There's going to be yeah. something inside that's going to get me to the next thing. And it wasn't. That panel in the counter... Right, in the inn, it, yeah. Which... Did I show you the picture of where it no, is? No, no. So it's not in the counter that we would actually refer to as like the, the counter. Like the reception area. Because that's what... I'm pretty it's, sure that's what you said. It's inside the reception area. There's kind of a bar table like behind you yeah so if you were standing as the receptionist yeah. would looking out it'd be behind you <sighs> all right so it's totally not where you'd expect I did, it to be. i did check that but and i didn't check it good in enough. the detective's notes it says something about something interesting in there yeah well very interesting things there's a clock and a teddy bear and this diary and that's it <laughs> there's nothing interesting i was expecting something dirty something dangerous something really funny it's just nothing yeah okay. that's the biggest red herring in the whole game right i wanted that interesting yeah thing. and i can't tell you how long i walked slowly up and down zooming just in clicking all the way along the edges yeah 
I mean, some of them, some of the little hidden things were cool, like in the painting in the little art gallery. There's a little little switch you press to get to the the safe, yeah, which I think you could have found with before even finding the note. And like you said, that's a great thing about the game is that you could actually solve things before mm-hmm. if you somehow figure it out. You don't have to have read the note. I mean, you in, couldn't get the code obviously for right. the safe, but you could find the safe. But you could, in theory solve it beforehand Mm -hmm. it's not linear in the fact that you magically can now open it because you've read a note right we found keys that were well ahead of time Mm -hmm. and information that was well ahead of time sure but there were some things that were just so ridiculously hidden did you ever find the stuff in the hidden stump no i don't think so no (laughs) off of the playground behind some trees is a stump Okay. It just looks like a stump. Mm-hmm. But if you hover over it, it will say open. <laughs> and there's a whole compartment inside that has very important information. It's very Gravity Falls. <laughs> <laughs> it's got some information that will give you more about the history between Sophia and Matthew. Okay. But it also has a code. There's a code in it somewhere. And I think this is one of the things I went back for because I found out about this stump and I went... I need to go see this stump and, and see what it is. How like. do you open it then? What do you mean? How do you, uh, do you just open the it? The stump you can just open. Ah, okay. Unlike everything else in this game, you can just open it. Oh, wow, a freebie. Though I think there's a box you have to unlock inside. But that. Of course there is, because this game is just all about yeah. that. It's like, oh, go, go to the hospital, get a key. It unlocks something in the mansion. Go to the mansion. It un- you find a key card. This unlocks something in the hospital. Come on. There's a code that's on the outside of the church, written on the outside of the church, I think is what gets you into this box. Okay. There's yeah. a code on the outside of the church? On the yeah. wall? Yeah. Nah, I didn't see that either. No. Yeah, I wouldn't have either. Again, the hints. At, at the end, after I finished it, and I went, what, what am I missing? Mm. What did I miss? And that was one thing that I missed. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go back. So I pretty much, I did 100% of finding puzzles and things that needed to be opened, but what I didn't find were... I think I must be missing some of the letters or a diary or something. Right. So I don't have 100% of the achievements. Not really interested in it. Because any of the incidental information, by now, I'm pretty sure that I've read all of it somewhere. I'm just going to get a different viewpoint or a different side. There's going to be nothing major, nothing groundbreaking. Yeah, for sure. Now, that's that's why, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely not going back. Because, you know, it. You know, usually I go on about how money versus time for games but this is the kind of opposite for me this this one went on a bit too long for me it could have been doing with about being i don't know six hours shorter (laughs) yeah and i think that it it still fits you can get it i think 50 percent off and Uh, we we got this in a bundle we got and we got it definitely cheaper we got it for five bucks in a bundle for sure i can't remember which one but so it would still be on par for six hours if we got it in a bundle right It's not ridiculously priced. I like that it's a $20 base. That's fine. Especially $20 indies are... Yeah, those are good. I mean, this is a 20 buck indie. Oberdin's a 20 buck indie. Um, Papers, Please is... Uh, Cheaper, I think. Oh, it's 10 bucks. Yeah, it's a 10 buck indie. So, yeah. I like I like that price range. That's a price range that I'm, I'm usually okay. Not usually, but in, in a special circumstance, I'll buy in. Well, but the away. thing is, if it's $20 base, then... When they have a fifty to seventy-five percent off sale on a summer sale a couple of years later, yeah, then it is. Yeah, so it does match our price point, you know. Yeah. So I have no problem with that. I think that it is worth it, but I do think some of the puzzles. Let's talk about one of the puzzles that really irritated me was the chess piece puzzle. Yeah, why? Why did that bother you? Because I didn't really have a problem with that one. I don't know why you didn't have a problem with it. You find the pieces. The pieces obviously have numbers, numbers at the bottom. bottom. Yeah. And then in the safe that you're just talking about, the one in the gallery, mm-hmm. it gives a hint. The desk drawer in the study use the chess pieces, and it tells you the four pieces you're supposed to use, mm-hmm. but not in the right order. Right. Was it not just from... Um... I don't know if there was something else that told you the order, but I didn't know the order. So I put them in the order that... that Hint gave. Ah, uh, okay. And that was wrong. Yeah, that's wrong. I don't remember... I think this is why, even on the hint page that I found to help out, it said... <laughs> it put, this will help you, in parentheses, somehow <laughs> solve the, the puzzle. And I'm like, oh, 
maybe they also had the same problem right. of the numbers not being in the right order. I, 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 can't, I thought it was in the order of value. Like if you place a pawn as one point and then... Maybe it was. I definitely tried that before I had all the pieces. Right. So maybe by that point I would just given up and I wasn't trying every different way. I think I was just frustrated that I was trying to do it in the order of what the note said. Mm. Which would make sense. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so it's like you gave me the answer, but you didn't really give me the answer. Mm. But yeah, maybe if I hadn't spent 45 minutes or something guessing through all the other pieces I had before I realized that there were more pieces. Right. Because I already found four, but there are six. Oh, the dartboard puzzle as well. <laughs> the like, dartboard puzzle. That annoyed me as well, but that's... I understand what they were doing with that. and It's kind of dumb, though. It's like, oh, I took a picture of a dartboard because that could come in handy later. Like, what? Pretty much everything that the butler is using for his secrets and his codes don't make much sense. Uh, how would the investigator investig- be like, oh, I'll take a picture of this? Like, who would take a picture of a dartboard? Well, why would the butler ever set his code to be a dartboard where the darts could fall off anyway? And what is that? And why was that he... score particularly important? Was this the game of his life where he scored he like a, a double bull and a, was it a triple 20? I can't even remember what it was, but it was, it was, it was daft anyway. <laughs> like, like, why do all these people need to, like, even, my memory's bad, but I can remember a four digit code. Like, <laughs> and if this is your, this is your code, do you really need to set up a puzzle to do it? I, I wrote, I wrote down his mother's AOL account because I thought that might come in <laughs> handy at some point. Yeah, I think that that is honestly one thing about small town life that I I don't think that this game gets quite right is not everything is going to be locked up. Like, this yeah. town is like Fort Knox, or yeah. <laughs> you've got you've got your destroyer has a code on it. There's a key for every uh, drawer, every drawer, <laughs> and. Uh, was a music box and absolutely everything has a key. I do like the achievement that told me I had all the keys. Mm. So I found out, I was like, yay, yay, success. I have all the keys. But then that kind of disappointed me because I realized, oh, that means there's a lot that I need to solve that doesn't involve keys. All right. Because at least when you have a key, that that's it. Yeah. It's yeah. done. You just need to match the key to the door. Um, yeah, I did write down, yeah, everything is gated. Um but not in an imaginative uh, and fun way. It's all just locked doors. It's like the most boring escape room ever. It's a bit harsh. I was probably getting a bit pissed off by this point. Um, but that is the hallmark of a bad escape room is just find a key, use it on this to find another key, to, to unlock something else, to find another key. Yeah, they, they could have done some other things in this game for sure. There were some. I did like the hidden safe in... What, the, in the art gallery? No, no. I mean, that's okay. That art gallery is ridiculous, though. He's got the Mona Lisa. I know, yeah, yeah. That's definitely not real. I mean, either he just really loves prints, and so he's put all the prints of the famous works up, or he's the most amazing criminal mastermind of all time, and he's got all... Living in this tiny town. He's he's got all of them proudly displayed in this unlocked room, the one room that's not locked. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. It's just so ridiculous. They could have chosen some less famous paintings mm. to put up. <laughs> but as soon as you put up the Mona Lisa, it's like, well, you're not going to fool me with that one. Well, at least they didn't like, reuse the assets and have like another Mona Lisa somewhere else. <laughs> <That's true>. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was, that was okay. Yeah. And the code for that being his son's birth date. Yeah, that works. That, I w- that's one that you could have actually guessed. Mm-hmm. I think I did have guessed that, actually. And that's fine. I think that that's great. No, the one in, what is it, Scott's bedroom? His childhood bedroom? Yep. It's the date on the airplane or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I liked. They were connected. They were right there. And I didn't know for a long time, though, that that safe was there. I missed that somehow. And so when I did find that, I went, oh, finally. I've been waiting to, I've been putting this, ah, right, okay. I've been putting yeah, yeah, yeah. this date into everything right. and it's not been working. Oh, well, it's right here. If I had, inspected a bit more, mm-hmm. I probably would have found it. 
Right. And the same thing with like finding the tombstone of the old pastor that worked there so you can get his birthday to unlock the confessional. See, that, I didn't make that connection. That was one I needed a hint for. Ah, okay. But that's the puzzle that you can't solve is the one on the other side. Mm. Both, both confessional seats have a lock and code. Oh, yeah, that's right. Does it not work in the other one? The other one doesn't. You can't open it. That's what ah, I mean. That hit okay. page said the that confessional seat cannot be opened. Don't okay. waste your time. All right, fair enough. I think I did waste some time on that. Oh, I'm sure it. you did. I certainly did. I was going through all the bulletins in the main part of the church <laughs> and putting any sort of dates or times right. or any numbers I could think. And it didn't make any sense. But I'm going to get into this. And getting into that also... Doesn't give you a whole lot. So. Right. Yeah, the, the graveyard um, had a couple of things in it. it that 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 headstone of the guy, and it had um, the time capsule as well, which was. I didn't understand that though. Help me understand that. Okay. We know about the time capsule because of the little girls sending messages back and forth to each other from the hospital. The time capsule we find is Derek, Trisha, and Scott. Right. I so thought, where where's the time capsule for the little girls? <laughs> I thought they were writing between Trisha and Scott. No, I thought that it was their correspondence. Is I, it another girl? I don't think so. It was like Nicole and oh, her friend. All, then, yeah, I don't remember that. I thought it, I thought it was them. But then, but why then when, would that note be there? But then when I opened it, I was like, well, why is Derek there? Like, like oh. I, I didn't realize he was part of the equation. I must have missed some notes or just glossed over. Because as far as I... Oh, he had a major crush Derek, Derek on... Was, yeah, I know he had a crush on her, but I didn't realize that they were a group together at one point. They like, were. If you read some of young Trisha's stuff, uh, and and also Derek saying, oh, we used to hang out, but now she only wants to spend time with Scott. I did get that one. I found that one, yeah. yeah. So I do think that there was at least a window of time where they were. But I don't... Uh, maybe I'm totally wrong on that, but because it was written in little kid mm. handwriting and stuff. I I guess I just right. thought that it wasn't. But that's... I was like, wait, I'm pretty sure that it isn't theirs yet. <laughs> Your We're time capsule's been hijacked. Yeah. <laughs> so you find that. But again, is is there anything in that one? I don't even remember if that was... I don't remember if that was important or not. There was some other... If you're asking the wrong person now, because I didn't write it down, but there was like a teddy bear, there was a, pic, a photograph, there was something on the back. There was a lot of stuff in this. And I think there was... Um, Is this where we get the young Scott drawing of the secret rooms? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which that was useful because I didn't... I had been carrying around that medical encyclopedia or whatever for mm. ages, not realizing where it went. Right. And then... Oh, yes. It, of course it should go there. But that's another puzzle where the way they've done it just didn't make any sense to me. It's So it will say something like four right, six left. And it's not from the book that you put in. It's from, it's like six books from the left side. Yeah. Three books from the right side. But I don't Did that work for you? Did you catch that? Because I was totally baffled by it. Well, it couldn't, it, it couldn't have been a combination lock, could it? So, yeah, I had to just go with, yeah, left and right. I did it. Yeah, but I did it from the book I put in. Like, that's what I, I thought would be my starting point. I think, and then, I think I probably did that, and then I tried it the second way. Okay. Just for me, I, I think I was just done by that point. I'm like, all right, yeah. hit page. Tell me what I'm doing wrong. And <laughs> so it said, you know, go from the left, go from the right. And I'm like, okay, yeah, now I get it. Now it makes more sense. And then there's a secret room. I like that there are secret rooms. I think yeah, that that's the great. secret room in the cabin was a good find. It was, uh, I mean, I knew. Oh my I, goodness, I've been waiting to get into the cabin. It took me forever to find the cabin key. Oh man, yeah, the cabin key took ages <laughs> for me. You know what? I didn't even know the cabin existed. Like, I did because I'd been looking for the time capsule uh, by the playground. So I've been looking at that cabin over and over and over again. And I could have had that key hours earlier. <laughs> it was just sitting there, but I didn't see it. Yeah. So that's that's my own fault, my own stupid fault. That's definitely a problem. No, it's not your fault. That's the game's fault. It's, a, it, it's borderline pixel hunting in this game for some things, um, especially like the secret locks on like the the light shade thing. Like finding some of these things is like you have to be eagle eyed, like and or get the it, finding keys. Yes, mm. thing that uh, hidden light thing. There is an entry or a note somewhere that gave me. That inform- oh, the picture. It was the private eyes 
pictures in his desk. Okay. So one was of the basically the, the secret area in the basement of the cabin. So I had been waiting forever because I couldn't get into the cabin. And I knew that it was going to be in the cabin. And I got in the cabin and the bookshelf closet wasn't there that I knew should be there. Mm -hmm. And then, oh, the basement's locked. And I need to go find the key for the basement. I was just... <laughs> like, I'm, I'm so close. I'm so Why close. Why can't we just have nice things? So as soon as I, I did get the basement key... I knew exactly where it was supposed to go. I didn't even have to look or anything yeah, cause, because cause I I knew from that picture, I knew exactly what it was going to be. Because it's the cross, isn't it? you got to yes. put it in the side of the closet because I didn't have the cross, but you can go inside. You can even close the door and lock yourself in the closet. There's a little drawstring. Yeah. It's like, this is a secret room. And I found the note <laughs> saying like, oh, he appeared like from out of nowhere. It's like, I know this is here and this is it. Like, I'm trying to pull on stuff. Like, come on, come on, open. No, 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 I got to get that. See, luckily I had put that together, so I didn't waste any time once I finally got in, but it was much... I didn't, I didn't have that key for the side of the, yeah. the thing, man. There are just so many things, like the Photoshop took me forever to get into that really wasn't that big of a deal, but because... Well, it's, got, it, it's got a shovel, and it's got some yeah. key items. so you need those things, but it's, the thing is, when you have found that clue within 15 minutes of being in the game, and you don't finally get into the place... Until hour eleven of the game, right. <laughs> it, it it can feel very frustrating because you're looking at all this stuff in your inventory, or when you get absolutely stuck mm. and you can't do any, and you know you know there are these things that you need to do. Yeah, yeah. But the picture there is also a picture of that light. Okay. In the desk, and so when I, for some reason, that's another room that I just didn't get into for a very long time. And so when I finally got into the study, I saw that light and I went, oh, there it is. <laughs> and, and moved it and went, oh, I need another key. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. The Payne's Creek killings, you need another key. Yeah. And were there any puzzles that you particularly liked or any of the things that really worked well for you? I, there were some clever things, some things that felt a little different. That whole article on the bulletin board saying you need a Slim Jim was a bit... <laughs> Too yeah. obvious. Well, why would you put that there? Yeah, that hey, seems weird. Let's commit crimes. <laughs> yeah. So getting that that was great because you could get into any car even if there was absolutely nothing yeah. in the car. Yeah, there's only like three cars in the whole game, but I'm glad there are only three cars in the whole game. <laughs> if they put fifty cars in the game, I went. And uh, tried I would, would open up every single one of them. Exactly. And, and hopefully got an achievement waste. for it. Like, yeah, you're a car thief, carjacker. <laughs> um, yeah, puzzle wise, yeah. I mean. Usually, things, I wanted more. Things, I wanted more interesting. Yeah, puzzles, things should usually stick out. Like there's games that I played. I mean, obviously, like obviously, Mist and that are special, so they're burned into my my memory. But they were also but some even, of the first to do this kind of thing. But even things like the Talos Principle or the Witness or any other any other games we played, even though you didn't like the Witness, there'll still be puzzles that you remember vividly. This eh, not so much. There's nothing really special. It's not really puzzles. It feels much more like... I mean, it is. It's like you said. It's the kind of low end of the escape room where it's either get a key or get a code. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the codes were abstract. They were all over the place geographically. Yeah. They weren't... You know, the plane being right there with the safe made sense to me. The gallery safe where at least the code made sense because it's his son's birthday. I wouldn't use my own birthday to make a secret code, I don't think. So Father Calvin's would... I wouldn't have gotten that without a hint mm -hmm. because I was looking for information about the church. I think there was a there was a hint. Yeah. So I definitely found a bit of paper that said something about him. I knew he was important. There's his picture's on the wall. Um, and so... Uh, and he's the only gravestone that has, like, the month and the date and the year. Everyone else is just years. Really? Yeah, no one else has, I think, no one else has, like, a December or a February. Everyone is just, like, 1982 to 1995, something like that. You know, whatever. They're very cheap on their yeah, engraving. Yeah, they, they are. They are. <laughs> um, but, 
yeah, so nothing really sticks out puzzle-wise, man. Nothing. It is possible that I just missed some of those. Like I said, I didn't find all the notes, so I might have missed some of those hints that would have made it And even the clear. notes that I was finding, man, I was getting tired of reading, so I was glossing over a lot, which is not ideal for a game like this where our reading is key. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, nothing really. So I guess, are you ready just to sum it up? Yeah, yeah. Pain Street Killings is... It's an interesting game, honestly. When I started it up, I was intrigued, and I really wanted to do more. I loved the the idea of putting the story together, the idea of getting to wander around a ghost town totally at my own liberty, a game where I'm the only person and putting this mystery together. I do like the escape room feel to it. It's maybe a bit too big geographically mm-hmm. <laughs> because of... Hey, if we just had three houses right next door to each other, I think that that would right. <laughs> be a bit more fun than having to go back and forth and back and forth. I think the story is the real downfall. I think if the story had really worked, if it had felt original or good or in some way made me feel any sort of real connection to these characters, then maybe that might have made the difference and made it more compelling. This feels very much, like I said, a real, a a kind of realistic way of putting together a real-life mystery. Yeah. It's just that the real-life mystery to me wasn't that interesting. Would I play this game again? Probably not. I've already done it. No, I'm not going back, that's for sure. Would I play another game like this that they come out with? Yeah, probably. And in fact, I would probably jump at it earlier than later because I would want to get to it now. Yeah. And then, but then, but then you would be without your hints page because no one would have written it yet. I would, but we could be doing it together. <laughs> and I think that this is another one of those games where if you're playing it at the same time as a friend or gosh, if you're lucky enough <laughs> in a normal world to be playing in the same room and you're both going over the information and both working together, I miss that kind of couch play mm. aspect that I had with Mist when I was playing that with friends and we were trying to figure it out together. We'd go to someone's house, it would be the same thing, but we'd put on a game and it would usually be some puzzle game. Like I, I keep on harping on about God Tower that doesn't exist anymore. A single screen static puzzle and then just three people sitting around drinking beers going, all right, type in this and then all right, get out of the way. It's my turn. I want to Google something. I've got an idea. You know, things like that are really cool. And we did that with Black Watchmen, but it's not the same as being in the same room. Right. And there are other games as well. I think you could have done that with the Silent Hill games, the Resident Evil games. Because we've all got our own PCs now or our own consoles. and We're also we're, adults We're now. older. We've got families, whatever. But yeah, it's like... We, we don't know what, you know, university age players are doing or high school age players are doing maybe they are still getting together it seems like they're doing a lot of online stuff though you know like they're playing co-op stuff i mean the closest i've got that to that now is playing fall guys with my daughter like we take turns and just watch each other screw up and or get the crown whatever so that's been a lot of fun recently so it's but that's dominating my time it's like i I, I like fall guys but it's like (laughs) your daughter likes it a lot more i really want to play something else (laughs) can you go to bed please (laughs) Uh, but yeah, it's, um, not a bad game, but definitely, I would definitely give it a good rating. I think if you like detective mysteries, then yeah, you should definitely play this. And this is again, challenging. This is a game that we don't get a lot of, we don't get a lot of this kind of game and I do want more of it. Even this, even though towards the end, I wasn't having as much fun with it as I was clearly at the beginning, Mm -hmm. I still wanted to finish it. I never got to the point where I said, I'm done with this game. I never want to play this game. I just wanted the next piece, right? I wanted the thing that would open up 10 more doors because that feels amazing. I don't want the thing that just opens a clock and gives me a bit of paper. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That that, that, that was the worst feeling, man. Yeah. When you've got nothing in in your inventory and you're just like, I'm so screwed. I've got to look. I've got to go back and read everything. And oh my! Oh, we didn't talk about the whole Mist Four connection. Like, well, that's on you because I didn't play Mist Four. In Mist Four, you've got. It was the first game that I can remember. Maybe they've done it before. Do you know which one is Four? They all have names. Right? It's called Re- uh, Revelation. Um, Mist Four had a camera. 
And it was the first game I'd ever seen a camera. So you could, rather than, and they were trying, I think what they were trying to do was introduce digital notes so that you could, rather than have a notebook of stuff, uh, you could take a picture of something. That's certainly what I was doing in this game. You could take a picture of something, and also you could uh, type in notes on that picture. But you can't oh. do that You can't do that in Payne's Creek Killing. But Mist 4, I think, did it first. Correct me if I'm wrong, internet. I'm sure I'm wrong. But that was cool. And I did like that in, in this, because I took pictures of everything in this game, man. Oh, there's a note. Snap. It wasn't until later that I realized, oh, all the notes and stuff get saved anyway. It's like, yeah, I've been taking pictures yeah. of them all. <laughs> I did that for some of them, and then I realized that, and then I, yeah. I stopped. But I did start... I was still taking pictures of specific pages that were obvious. The code for this room is... Right, this. One, two, three, yeah. four. I'll take a picture of that so I don't have to look it up again. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because it's sometimes even going back, like, which diary was it in? Because there's so many diaries. Like you said, everyone in this cat in in this town has kept a diary for the last 20 years. <laughs> Never missing a day. Yeah, you guys are... Very dedicated. Yeah, dedicated. Uh, things that had people's addresses. Yeah, that was a picture. Yeah. Because I didn't want to have to go find it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I like that. That was a very good mechanic to add. It did help. If only the map was clear. Screw you, map. Yeah, I hated that map. I wanted to like say, that's a worse map than blah, blah, blah. But honestly, I can't think of a worse map. Like, that map is ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. <sighs> that's not how streets work, man. Maybe they do in where, where you're from. Because I don't know where this guy's from, but credit to him, man. It's like, it's just, this is a tiny development team. If, if only him. Um, I'm not sure if it's a one-man team. I don't think so because there were credits at the end. There's more than one name, but yeah, small, small, definitely a small team. Um, and that's and, again why I don't want to be too harsh on it. And relatively great, great bug, job out bug free as well. Out. Like yeah, it was a good. I didn't have any crashes. I didn't clip through anything. Yeah, everything was well tested and stuff. So yeah, credit where credit's due for that. I'd like to see them do a bit more, another puzzle game for sure, but not just locks, locks and codes. Well. Here's hoping. Gaps filled and more gaps created.